This is the Epilogue Audio Experience. What's up everyone? Welcome to Bijistan, where streamers live. In this show, we talk about everything from Seinfeld to Mirzapur. I'm your host, Siddharth Jain, and joining me as always is Gaurav Jain and Mahasha. Without further ado, let's dive in. Hey guys, welcome back. Been a long break. How are you guys doing? It's still lockdown, by the way. Yeah, yeah man. And I think it's going to remain that way, I, I would assume, for a couple of more weeks. Really? I'm sure we're going to open. I'm sure Bombay well? opens up at the end of the month, yeah. For sure. Some, in some way or the other. Gaurav, where I'm are you? Still, still, my, still in my in-laws, dude. I have to take my second shot. Fancy, yeah. man. Ghar, Jamai and all. That's my dad's like... that. New my dad's going to say the same thing. He's saying, get your address changed and this and that. Like, gives me shit every single day now. But, but where exactly are you, Gaurav? No, you're in UP, right? Some, which part I'm of you? I'm basically, I'm outside Meerut. I'm ah. outside Meerut. I'm about 10 kilometers outside. He's in Meerut, boss. I know. He's I'm not. He's a Meerut. He's promoting <laughs> Red Bull in Meerut. He's hoping to the dhanda. I have a feeling Gaurav's going to become the head of a cartel like Mirzapur. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, no, I'm going to become like Gangs of Ghaziabad or something like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> Kaleen Bhaiya. You're the new Kaleen Bhaiya. <laughs> I wouldn't mind, dude. That's not a bad way to uh, spend time. You know. So, so guys, let's start with your matchmaking story uh, you know, yeah. that you so, spoke about. Yes. I'm very curious. I think we're so, all curious. I mean, so, I've got this really funny story. Uh, my wife and I met about 15 odd years ago. We dated for a year and... Uh, Sid's a huge part of how we met and I don't think I've ever told this story to Sid somehow I don't know why I haven't somehow we yeah. haven't really ever spoken about this but uh, when you were at AdLab Sid when your office was in uh, Film mm-hmm. City I think you and Film I City. met a couple of times yeah. when I was pitching you the film that I was working on back then and you were working on some animated yeah. stuff yeah the, yeah, the animated the stuff right? so my wife or my wife now but you know uh, Palak basically she was living uh, she was mm-hmm. flying with Air India and she was living in the suburbs and uh, she just come uh-huh. in from Delhi and I thought, you know what, if I'm, and you know how I am, like if I'm going all the way to film city, I might as well try and, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm like, I'm going to do one or two more things in the suburbs before I come back. So I was like, to make this whole trip worthwhile, I should call Palak and just ask her out to like a, to grab a bite or something like that. And, and that's the only reason I called her. It's like, yeah, I'm a suburbs, my who? And obviously she's great and everything, but I was like, I'll call her and I'll, I will grab a bite. And then on the return. And uh, so we stopped at the Hyatt and uh, I met her there for the first time. And then you and I had, I think a follow-up meeting in about two weeks. And, uh, and mm. then I called her up again and then we had a second meeting and that's kind of how we sort of, sort of uh, connected. And so, uh, so if you and I hadn't had those conversations, I probably wouldn't have even called her. You know, uh, no. So the thing is that if if I hadn't taken up the job yes, at yes. Ad Labs, you wouldn't come all the way to Goregaon to meet it, me. You so would, you would obviously in, not. In meet fact, her. I think you were living in Churchgate at that time. So I remember discussing that why don't we yeah, just yeah, meet in Church town? Gate, why am I even coming all the way to Goregaon? Right? I think I broached that, then I don't know why we yeah. had follow ups. I can't remember. So because you told me that I think yeah. later, I didn't know that you were coming. Yeah, all the way yeah, from yeah. Because from her accent, it seems you're from Boston. So I thought, you know, almost went to Boston University, but that's a different story. But yes, but but funny. And I felt this, you know, this, yeah. So when I asked Gaurav, I remember like my impression about Gaurav was this rich kid whose father was in some construction business. He's just blowing his father's money in, in animation now. Yeah, that's, 
That well, in those days, you have to be really like deep yeah, pockets. That's true. A lot of money to do that's animation. True. Still right? is, it wasn't still is, man. It still is like that. But uh, yeah, is, pretty, right? pretty yeah. good business. business, man. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, man. Yeah, so that's my that's my that's my story. So is this such a typical South Bombay like marriage story? No, if he's married, seeing a girl who's beyond worthy. <laughs> कुछ काम होगा तो आई विल डेट अदरवाइजेंटेंटेंटेंटेंटेंटेंटेंटेंटेंटेंटेंटेंटेंटेंटेंटेंटेंटेंटेंटेंटेंटेंटेंटेंटेंटेंटेंटेंटेंटेंट
and like how will she deal with this i think for me the mystery is secondary right. but it's really like you're so engrossed so you know hence the plotting is kind of it's okay like it doesn't matter which is great right like we love shows that are well plotted yeah. we can build you no. don't know what next but in this i just want to know what next is going to happen I, in her I, life i, I kind of so agree good. that the the mystery is like the device we're using to learn more about her but even then right like take like a fargo like the first season you meet these amazing characters and and you still have the story that's kind of unfolding so i i just find the thin plotting uh, a little bit frustrating but at the same time i think mm. that there's so much more going on there that it overshadows the the weaknesses in a big way and also the the performances man like just everybody you know uh, uh they're so amazing like i don't know where they found some of these kids who are acting in there like even the good or the bad uh, i don't want to give away any of the you know sort of plot points mm-hmm. here but uh, you know i yeah. mean just just brilliant and just the, the humor as well it comes out of nowhere like you know like i mean i don't know what episodes yeah. you guys are on but there are some amazing moments between you know like uh, like jean i mean i'm up to date yeah so i mean there's some amazing moments between jean smart i who plays her mother and and her like there's some genuine comedy there and i was just like wow i was not expecting uh this to kind of come in as uh you know something humorous like a in, in a show like it's so grim otherwise and uh, and i think we're not through yet right we've got i think two more episodes coming yeah, i think yeah two more you've got six and yes. seven yeah. we just yeah. finished five right so six, yes, six. i think drops on monday morning india time but you know what directing yeah. man craig yeah. zobel it's like i i was blown by his especially because it's not man. like he's been like a, a home run guy from the start like some of the other work that he's done has not exactly been great i didn't think compliance was a great film or or anything like that but he was on he was running american gods i think for a bit or he was directing a couple of episodes and he's done an episode i think of this yeah, world exactly. as well the leftovers exactly. so i think i mean he's got it in him but this time i think yeah, yeah he's really got it done so far i think he's been part yeah, of the team yeah he's got it done this time i think he's yeah, leading i think he's the got show. it done like yeah, this, this is like this, this is, is my brilliant. show like it, Let me Absolutely. do my shit. Absolutely. What, Marsh? What did you think, man? So I know I love it. I completely love it, and I can see why it's being um, spoken about so much. I mean, literally on my timeline, uh, on Twitter, on Instagram, in Clubhouse, this the only real topic of conversation right now is Mayor of East Town. Uh, but I have to say, you know, the first thing that I did, and I found it very funny when somebody else uh, put this up on Instagram. Uh, when Gaurav spoke about mm. how um, you know the kind of role that Kate Winslet has uh, agreed to play, you know, I googled her age, man. The first thing I did was I googled her age because, I mean, I was like, you know, mm. in India, would somebody as mainstream and no as chance. huge as Kate Winslet play a grandmom? You know, um, she's yeah, she's but but what an incredible role! And actually, I think Gaurav pointed out a fantastic thing. A, the comedy was incredible. I, you know, uh, I mean, there's no spoiler, but you know that scene where they are at the wake. um and you know the yeah. gentleman uh, the character of that old man says i've had an affair with helen and you know kate it's it's actually yeah i was just like where did that come from right and, and even the physical comedy where, where where that door opens in her face and stuff like that yeah. uh, i mean it's just uh, so much of that is just i thought just way too funny for a show like this so i so i think it's great because that's what life is like as well right i mean It's not always going to be like to detective. We are some row rare, daru pire, and you know. Yeah. No, but to also point out like what, what an yeah. interesting observation that Sid made, right? And I've always believed this that you know never really fuck with a writer in your life because if he or she hates you, then you know yeah. it'll all come out. And uh, I'm I'm convinced that the showrunner, the writer, or the director of this show at some point had a girlfriend called Marianne, um, because <laughs> there is. I mean, she has. The, I want to see her Kundli. it's the worst she's got i think sunny in retrograde she's got 
you know she, <laughs> i mean there is no problem that she there is no adversity that she's not facing in her life right um but, i just but think it's also it's, but you know it's it's also the like to me that's like that's probably what life is like for a lot of people right i mean yes they yeah. not may not be as big a deal for for these but i think it's like when you she's in her 40s right and and that's when all of this stuff kind of comes home to roost when you're like 20 when like if you look at the contrast of her being i think 15 or 17 in high school and she's talk to the world and then you know 25 odd years later all of those guys are having issues like her friend uh you know her friend uh whose husband's having an affair or something like that so all of that they're all having these massive issues and and that's what life is right i mean for a lot of people it's felt so it's even more realistic in that sense to me where when you when you look at it uh from that perspective but also uh what's up, what's going on with east town because and what's up with these girls all of them getting knocked up at like i was yeah 17, i was just, 18 20 like what the hell is like a freaking pandemic something like that over there they're all Everybody really young parents all of them are really young, young yeah you know and and in fact if the first episode yeah that was kind of you know in the first yeah. episode it's not very clear who the who the child is i think they they take it a little bit I think it was on purpose. Yeah, exactly. Said, uh, you know, when the punchline comes later. And I think it was on purpose because I was like wondering. You know, I was just wondering the same thing. I was like, there's no way is? that, yeah. you know, uh, her daughter can have this kid at the same time. I was like, what the hell is going on in this city? But uh, <laughs> but there's plenty of other people, you know, who are out there getting pregnant. So I it just blows my mind, all of that. So, you know, like I got the title is so apt. You know, it's great because it's not misleading. It's really about East Town and this woman in right. the town. Yeah. You know, all through your episode, you're just just wondering what the fuck is this town? Yeah, absolutely. And this woman is like just bulldozing her way, and just it's insane. I, and you know, I mean, Kate agreeing to do a role like this. I think in imagine in India, yeah. there's an actress yeah. of this age and saying do something like this. You're you're a grandmother. Forget a like mother. No, but you know, Sid, I was reading oh. about this, and it's very funny. And there is a lot of it available online. So HBO supposedly was um, also very. In fact, forget Kate Winslet. You know, the funny thing is, it's generally the other way around that the studios got to convince an actor, right? In this yeah. case, Kate Winslet was the one supposedly who fought with HBO because all executives at HBO felt that um, you've got a heroine. I mean, a protagonist without makeup. completely non glamorous uh, you know but, um, and yeah, she was the one who had it, to push them cajole them into taking the agreeing to make her decline but here but here's the thing about kate winslet though i mean i think pretty much all of her career's been like that she's always yeah. been the one taking like massive risks like i don't know if you guys have seen jude which came out before that yeah, yeah 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 and you know and it's like like the graphic sex and there's the holy smokes and smoke with harvey keitel is another one i think up until last year when she did i think it was ammonite is it ammonite ammonite whatever like the 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 one with uh, sosha ronan and that's got like these graphic sex scenes you know and uh it's just i mean i'm not saying that that is risky but i'm like these are these small budget projects that she does so it's not like you ch- I mean, she's joined uh, Nicole Kidman in this new yeah. wave of OTT doing exciting yeah. things. Yeah, but I'm saying this. You know, I think I'm, it's I'm kind of you know, film. Big Little Lies, Absolutely. and now I think it's opening yeah. the door yeah. for all these I things. I mean, yeah, but I, I mean, Big Little Lies to me is not risky at all. You know what I mean? Like this is this yeah, is not. slightly risky, but uh, I think like, if you look at Ammonite, which is a great film, I, I, I saw parts of it. I didn't see the whole thing, and uh, yeah, I, to me, she's always been somebody who takes a lot of risks as an actress, regardless of. she's very easy to walk away from vanity and like the whole aspects of being and she's stunning i mean she's a she's a she's a freaking stunner you know what i mean and she always sort of plays that down so a lot of these aspects of that uh 
I think make it make it pretty cool. Like, so she's amazing to watch. But you know, my my favorite throwback scene. I don't know if you guys uh, felt it or if it's intentional or not intentional. I'm not looked this up online yet. Um, but you know that scene where she finds mm. that blue lipstick, and I'm going, "Hey, that's that's Clementine from Eternal Sunshine, isn't it?" Um, you know, that, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's might intentional. Be, might or be a might be a callback to that. You never know, man. Uh, Possible, see, right? And, I didn't think of. I didn't think of that. Yeah. Also, also, do you guys? I mean, again, uh, no spoiler alert as such for somebody who's not seen the show. Um, but I don't know. I get a very sneaky feeling about Guy Pierce's character. That's Richard Ryan. Uh, uh, like obviously, कुछ तो लफड़ा है यार मतलब something is going on. Too, too good, too straight. You know yeah. what I mean? I in fact thought maybe it's him going around killing these girls, but then the other two aspects, the other two uh, murders or whatever. I don't think this is yeah. a spoiler either. Yeah. But uh, so i kind of felt that the other murder the, the serial killing angle was just a yeah. way to deflect ah, the audience probably. to realize sorry you know and there's then some, like, some some yeah, other chakkar I mean, with this one, away, you know what i mean like i don't know what the reason is yeah, yeah. but there's a interesting mystery there because it can't it can't no, end no, like sure not. you know obviously for sure. it's, it's a, a really great, so actually it's a pretty cool structure you know i'm sure once it's over yeah. and we look at it in its entirety i think it's a very intelligently yeah. crafted drama because usually drama can get boring and slow and this is i but, mean you know but it, it, like it depend on it depend on where it goes said it, that's the thing right i mean yeah, yeah so this yeah so i think but i'm confident uh, like you know having come so far in the story yeah. i think it's definitely they know what they're doing and we will perhaps but my 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 thing so is very simple to, is is essentially for me it's like the fact that they've done such an amazing world build and they've done such great performances and everything right like they've already so far ahead that you know even if it's a slight disappointment mm. now it's still a been a relatively entertaining yeah, yeah, series it, it i don't think matter. it'll be a big deal I, this is a, this is a mini series nobody right? can beat game of thrones in this one right and lost lo- lost HBO also man. There. but yeah with it, yeah yeah so <laughs> but i want to ask you guys a question since we're all fans of the show uh, there was just one i mean i not to dig any flaws out in particular but i was Uh, wondering if you guys felt did you all think it was shot too clean and that it need, needed to be slightly if not grungy slightly more edgier in terms of its framing and lighting it just seemed Handel too spotless to me that. for the genre sure yeah uh, maybe i mean i get what you're saying but i don't know for some reason the the lack of grit kind of works because uh if you ever seen i think it's uh what's the what's the david lynch film with uh, blue velvet you know and 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 if you if you look at that film right it's it's this really amazing sort of clean glossy world and all this dark stuff happening Correct. underneath it so it it kind of works man it, it looks like a pennsylvania town that you'd expect which is supposed to be well connected everybody knows everybody it's nice and looks kind of safe and it's pristine and happening yeah. yeah and all this stuff's happening underneath so it kind of works with that with that uh context at least for me it it kind of works yeah and they shot this by the way they shot this a day uh, they started shooting this on the day i think the lockdown uh, i mean they, the they shot hit, this whole yeah, thing yeah. during the pandemic pandemic yeah right 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 it's i remember that i remember that yeah i remember reading apparently uh, guy pierce and kate winslet were uh, quarantining together because they're like friends ah. from like back in the day or something like that so they were quarantining together or something like that so i just read some trivia somewhere i think interesting yeah but exciting it's a good Good the next episode, yeah. yeah, and proves HBO always. It'll continue. Yeah. It'll continue to be man. Somehow they have it in their yeah, fabric. Man. Culture, right? culture, dude, culture. It comes down to culture, not money. You know what I mean? Like Absolutely. that's that's what Netflix needs yes. to understand. Like high I mean, volume 
everything, 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 and then no filter at all. You know what I mean? Yeah. Also, I think it's because so I think you know like they both have different strategies, and it I think it's working for like. But Chris, but but, but the thing is, see, the thing like, is, the thing is, to me at least, as, as far as this argument goes, it's just because high volume, man. I mean, HBO is definitely not dealing in those volumes right now. So let's see where it goes. But I mean, there's a whole conversation I'd love to have about this at some point. and we can deep dive into how like you know all so my logic is this on that you know gorab is that when you're a tv network you have 24 absolutely, hours absolutely you've got to pick and capacity. choose i completely agree when you're a streaming yeah. so but for hbo max where can hbo max exactly. go i think that's where i i completely agree i completely know, agree i was just going to say that hbo doesn't have a dead burden so but but, that, but i think i think we should do a deep dive on it for sure you know we should definitely do like a 20 minute chat man at some point about this it'll be fun to sort of compare notes of what we think super so sh- shall we move on yeah. to the next yes. one Merge on to talk ah, about yeah. Minari. Yes, how much you love <laughs> no, it? No, no. So I, I mean, you know, I, I watched No Man's Land and I really enjoyed it. Like we spoke about it uh, during the last episode, and I will, I will admit that this is where my biases sort of seep in. Minari, on the face of it, is not the kind of film that I'd ever watch. Um, you know, the trailer <laughs> didn't, I didn't last the trailer. I didn't even last the plot outline on IMDb. I have no fucking interest in a Korean family in the 1980s. in arkansas um but of course because of the oscar buzz etc one wanted to watch it and you know the thing is i had an option of watching either this or mads mickelson no or no, another no, mads mickelson in another or radhe <laughs> Uh, but yeah. <laughs> sorry, 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 Marjorie. No, but we must discuss Radhe also. Oh, um, of course, we will. But yeah, so I, you know, I picked this, and I just found it. Uh, well, I understand it's healing, it's meditative, it's very well done. Um, but it's I just found it extremely pretentious in the sense it looked like Plan B has made this to get hmm. an Oscar, and they've got it, and that's that. I didn't particularly hmm. enjoy it. The craft is great. interesting. It's got great. Got it. Did you watch? No, I talked about Got it last it? time. I actually, I watched it. I mentioned on the podcast last time oh. as well. I thought it was great. I, I, I you know, yes. I talked about. I, I would like appeal to me was that you never see these characters like you know like Asians or Koreans, uh, in that kind of a setting in the West, you know, or the Midwest or whatever. I think it's set in California, but that sort of farm setting or whatever. It's not image which very congruent. Like you don't see that aspect of culture. uh you know or or those lives kind of expressed it's it's it's, nev- it's never really done and it, it's i get where i get where marsh is coming from it's a lot of freaking overcoming to do man this is a lot of challenges but then that's what these stories are right i mean immigration stories or immigrant stories are all about like these first generation guys coming in and then having to build this world up from scratch for their kids and stuff like that so to me it's uh i thought it was amazing you know what i mean uh, uh it blew me away I, I, and also I, like i, I said agree. yeah in a low budget film right like like you're making like yeah. this movie on no money like this just blows me away that people can make like mm. quality cinema for no money and then it does so well and i don't understand how people go out and spend 100 million dollars on trash so uh you know no but they uh, have employed a beautiful craft i will give it that i mean i think yeah. it's very beautifully made there's no question about it yeah yeah i thought it was amazing man cool. uh so i i liked it uh you know uh i think it's a good year for stories like these to sort of get out so yep right and what do you all think of army of the dead <laughs> i want gorav to speak about this first <laughs> so army of the dead man so here's the thing i look i like the premise i thought they were doing a couple of things with the genre mm. that most people don't kind of do right mostly you're running away from zombies you're not running into like a zombie invested infested space at the same time that's a fantastic uh, and, observation and, 
Yeah, and I don't want to spoil it, but that whole zombie queen, zombie queen, and the potential zombie prince. Again, I thought that was like a really cool sort of uh, twist in the tale. Like, wow, you know, this is really interesting. But it's such just just terrible storytelling. Like, you can see so many of these things coming from so far away. Characters doing stuff which makes no sense to me at all, and the way they go about it, you know. Uh, and and what's the point of this film? Like somebody explain after all of that, why would you fuck it up like this? Like this could have been like a really cool piece, you know what I mean? But it, it hates all those freaking tropes you do, you would expect from a film like this. You can see all of it coming from really far away, and clearly they've opened, they've kept the door open for a mm-hmm. sequel as well. Uh, and 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 I was just talking to Marsh before we started, and I was just talking about like Zach Sander just needs two things, man: a stop doing those fucking montages with music, like. Why mat karo yaar? Like the one where they're loading those guns, all of them is not required. You've already established these guys as rocking fucking kick-ass soldiers. You could have gone cut the two and a half, three minutes and gone straight to them driving over, man. There was no need. It didn't add anything except him. Like, okay, you know what? I don't need to give a shit. I'll do whatever I want. It, it what it serves no purpose. And uh, yeah, I mean, Zack Snyder just needs to stop doing montages with music, man. I mean, it it made like freaking the Snyder cut unbearable. at times you know because of that shit so i thought it was a great movie great idea entertaining but at the end of the day it, it was completely pointless they could have done way better and what was huma kureshi doing in the film uh i that's a fair question i have no idea i sent you guys the photo i was like what is she doing here you know like i was like what the hell is going on the first time i saw her <laughs> and uh does she have like an interesting character role geeta 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 her name is geeta and she keeps running and screaming yeah. and uh, i wish she'd done a little bit more on that but i mean dude i'm glad like somebody like that you know who's not a huge name in india is actually in a movie there yeah, I mean, which is such a great because a big hollywood movie yeah i know yeah exactly and she's not like it's a huge star and they're cashing in on on her right i mean she's probably there cuz she mm-hmm. auditioned and she did well so good yeah. for her and she's not bad in the film or anything like that i'm just it just seems like a very uh kind of pointless film in general but i mean no, all all props to her for making it there man uh yeah my thoughts i mean could have been way better but it was uh not remotely close yeah no i agree with i mean i i actually did enjoy the film to be honest uh, i thought it was just great fun and you know it felt like this is idly i think again the kind of film that maybe um was clearly made with the tropes very very theatrical popcorn summer blockbuster vibe tropes uh, but i get where gorov is coming from. i i think i i still do think it's quite cool in what they've done and what they've attempted uh, i'm not particularly a zack snyder fan but i actually think that this is probably the best film he's made uh, barring watchmen um it feels like a labor of love i think it does get a bit um i would not go as i mean i don't know if it's if 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 one can call it an indulgent film but it shows that it's his it's something that he's i mean this is something that zack snyder has been talking about for 20 years now right uh, he's been wanting to make this i think for as i think he wanted to make this from the time 300 came out or before that um you know and it shows his love for it his passion for this project shows i think it has the coolest opening credit scene that i've seen in a really long yes, time yes definitely um, i mean it's got it's got patches of it right i mean there's definitely finesse over there my thing what i'm just frustrated with is that you've got a great pitch a great idea but what you do with it is is so generic you know that like anybody else could have made this and it would probably been like forgivable but, but somebody like me, zack snyder huh do, do you think it could have been sort of cast slightly better on from a overall point of view is what i i mean i i felt that lacking i just felt that it could have been cast slightly better yeah. i don't mean necessarily popular but slightly more differently 
Dude, man, I think Dave Batista is, is is sort of now like sort of crafting this career which yeah. nobody saw coming. <laughs> you know, Guardians of the Galaxy, James yeah. Bond. I mean, this guy is like a bona fide star now, man. I yeah, mean, yeah. Like one or two more titles and he's going to be in the same league as like The Rock. Maybe, maybe not like... Probably bigger you know, than John like, Cena. No. I mean, definitely better, bigger than John Cena for sure. I mean, because he can actually act. That's the other thing, right? Yeah. He can actually, yeah. he's in Blade Runner 2049, dude. I mean, that character was yeah. amazing. He's hardly there, but it was such an amazing role to sort of go out and take a chance on. He's not an action character in that film. He's, a, he's actually performing. He's not running around beating but even something like or anything like that. Right? Right? To, I mean, to share a poster with Schwarzenegger and Sylvester Stallone, yeah. I mean, it's fantastic. I think, I, yeah, yeah. So I think that was great, but like Omari Hardwick was great as well. But I think some of the smaller parts could yeah. have been played by, I don't know, better actors i'm not saying better better known people but just like people who are a little bit might bring a little bit more to it so yeah. that would have been kind of cool uh but although the german actor i think matthias uh i can't remember yeah, his last yeah, name, yeah, but, yeah 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 uh, he i thought he was great i thought he was pretty great i, I can't remember where i've seen him before i think uh i can't remember where i've seen him before i think i think i saw him in uh uh the red baron or something like that where he played the lead character like a couple of years ago but yeah. I mean, I, I think in general to me, it's like, you know, could have done so much more for a passion project, but that's what happens with passion projects, man. You never know which way they're going to go. Yeah, but I but I do agree. I saw your tweet mm-hmm. and I do agree. I do strongly believe that Snyder needs a fucking editor. I mean, there's no question. Oh, about for it. sure, man. He needs like, to get seriously. over this. But I was also very keen when I saw the opening credits. Uh, it said director of photography was Zack Snyder. So I said, wow, he's also gone and, you know, cinematographed this film apart from writing and directing mm-hmm. and producing. And it's yeah, and that's what happens, right? You're doing everything, Salah, and then you don't pay attention to the bloody thing, right? He's doing the Ram Gopal yeah. or Mahi. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dangerous, it's a dangerous path. path. Yeah, it, is. Yeah. it is. It is, for sure. For sure. For the, for the kind of, especially for the kind of budgets he needs to make his movies. It's a dangerous one. Yeah. But the thing is though, the thing is, you know, so Zack Snyder and I, I don't think I meant, I don't know if I've mentioned it here before, but Snyder and Tarsem Singh were like, uh, I think classmates or like a year ahead of uh in in college uh film oh. school or whatever so so he's been doing a lot of uh the the cinematography stuff and things like that like he helped out i think uh tarsem on something i can't remember my oh, mind's a bit foggy about this so yeah because i mean i think he has a lot more was great visual yeah, splendor love, right absolutely yeah. i think he's all visual there's no storytelling you know what i mean it's all yeah, visual there's nothing thing. yeah you know, it's just like 90 minutes of commercials level imagery you're watching. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Uh, you know, but but my point is that, I mean, Ram Gopal Verma probably has less technical proficiency than a, than a Zack Snyder. So I'd probably forgive him course, for trying. <laughs> but yeah. What else? You guys have sampled the Without last remorse? On Amazon? Last hour, no, I haven't seen that. Go for it. I haven't seen that at all. How come? I, I, I mean, I've just been watching so many other things. Yeah, time ne mila with But I'm quite keen to see Sanjay Kapoor. I like him for some reason. You don't want to see local stuff? No, no. I, I saw him in. Uh, I saw him in that. <laughs> when you're in Meera. No, no, no. <laughs> I saw. I saw. I saw Cinema Bandi actually. If you're talking about local, I saw On Cinema Netflix, Bandi. We can. Ah, yeah, achha. we can talk about that later. But uh, but could talk about this. Like it, it. I mean, I'm keen to check it out if it's interesting. What do you guys think? So I, I'll go first only because Sid has watched the whole season. Um, yeah. So I'll, I'll so I, I I saw the first episode. I enjoyed the world. I thought it was a very fascinating universe. Personally, I mean, being on the other side of the studio business, I've always wanted to um, 
tell a story that is inherently set in the northeast uh, so sikkim looks gorgeous i think it's been cast very well including sanjay kapoor um but for me somehow it just felt extremely boring and and, and to be fair uh, one does give time to shows i mean shetland was similar or top of the lake is similar you know uh, broadchurch was similar in terms of approach in terms of atmosphere uh, but i just couldn't go past episode 1 i'm curious to know what sid thinks uh, and if he gives it a thumbs up then i think gorav and i will probably give it another shot Yeah, yeah, for sure. Hmm. No pressure, Sid. No pressure. So you know, it's like it's one of those shows which you really want to love and like because I heard about Sanjay Kapoor being cast in it and shooting. Saw some social media posts, and I really think that you know that region has not been you know explored mm-hmm. enough in films. So it's it's got its freshness, the mood, the ambience, the locations are beautiful. and it kind of sets the tone right like you said in the first episode sets the tone introduces the main characters and it starts off well the problem that i find with this is the problem that i thought will never happen right you have asif kapadia as a producer you've got you know a team that has all the resources and i'm assuming that you know people who live outside the country are better at you know at screen writing right. and 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 casting and all of it right uh, you know i thought the script kind of loses its glue second third fourth episode and then it becomes a little uh, repetitive the main antagonist in this is a you know like i won't you know spoil it but there's an antagonist that comes up and i thought the antagonist wasn't cast well it seemed like very 80s kind of character i'm sure he's a local actor so you know maybe not uh you know doesn't have the experience but you can't forgive all these things right so i think you can't go wrong in casting an antagonist that's weak you can't go wrong in in writing you can't go wrong in you know kind of making it less repetitive and i just felt that uh it didn't meet my expectations but i wanted to finish the show i finished the show i like the show i really like sanjay kapoor because you know after seeing anil kapoor being a very powerful loud protagonist usually you know it's good to see someone who is like him but plays sanjay kapoor the way sanjay kapoor is and i really like sanjay kapoor you know I've i have kind of felt that he never got a yeah. chance so this is a good you know i think it's a good outing for him i i Definitely thought you will, know i will, will revive I, his I, I really thought his character was very well plotted um, you know this bombay cop actually i'm going to try and watch this Sanjay Kapoor works. Yeah, yeah. I watched this with the wife, you know. but you know, I really started enjoying Sanjay Kapoor's work. Basically, after I saw him in uh, Luck by Chance, Chance I think, yeah. Yeah, 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 Zoya's film. And to me, like once I saw that, I was like, wow, this guy can like you know not just laugh at himself, but he's actually did a did a pretty good job. I thought. Yeah, he's I think good, he's man. got a. He's good, I think, and I think, I think he deserves he a lot exactly. more opportunities. I think he's got a good career in yeah. this space uh, coming up, man. I think I think he's going to carve out a nice little niche. going forward uh with some of this work so i thought except the main antagonist the rest of the cast was pretty good that doesn't have impressive. an interesting twist I mean, though I, i mean no spoiler alert of course but sid uh, does it have an interesting yeah, enough twist I mean it, as such it has a twist right. uh but it's not really a twist twist you know it's like a it's more like a oh okay it's like a revelation <laughs> right. and it's uh it's okay you know but the thing is you know you expect more you expect better from this right. film you know for me it's really that because i kind of you know they've got good experience in churning out you know right. good content so 
I was just expecting a little more. But I you just know, on the whole, I would recommend. Sid, it I think you you have been you have sure. been spoiled this year because nothing is going to come to the astral projection in behind the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> so I was reminded of that somewhere in the I middle of the show. That piece I'm of like, shit. oh, this 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 is interesting. <laughs> I thought that piece of trash show. So yeah, so you'll kind of see, uh, yeah, you'll see some something similar here. What, one one of these days right. one of these days we should do like a, a a watch along or something like that man you know what i mean oh yeah and just, we should have done yeah, the radhe watch like along a, live on clubhouse radhe i mean radhe you can but just to wrap this i think it's a it's a definite watch for people who want to watch indian shows right. so you have to watch it because there's not mm. there's not much right coming out this year so no i'll give it, it a go man let's see, let's see how it is. there must be something yeah and for yeah, sanjay yeah. kapoor i think for me uh, you know i'll forgive everything else because i quite enjoyed him like it's not like the best performance of the year but it's good to see someone like him play a character like this right. in a show like this and you know the, the locations the mood yeah i thought the, the locations were very refreshing it's, it's very very watch. refreshing yeah yeah it's a good watch i mean cool, i'll sure. definitely i'm going to give it a go tonight so radhe Since we oh, spoke fuck, about, I haven't seen it. So. You yeah, watched the film, right? I watched right? it. I took a Z. Z. Okay, I'm, wait, wait. Let me just write it down <laughs> in the list because I know like some people watch it. So <laughs> okay. uh, yeah, I got a Z five membership. Um, fuck. And I have and nothing C. to say. I, I'm. I, I, how much do you? How much I, do you I, make, I, dude? How much do you make? So you got a Z five membership and you paid pay per view for are this? Are you slugging in this? Like, are you <laughs> no, no, I'm not. What I'm trying to say is that I actually subscribe to a platform that I. I had not subscribed to all this time, all this, and I subscribed to everything. So um, you said that about scam. Uh, scam also Sony made me. I mean, I subscribed to Sony Live only for scam, but uh, yeah, that, I don't, that's I don't still know money, that. money well spent. You know what I mean? Yeah, that I can understand. This no, I don't actually, understand at all. No, I've got it easy, right? Because I would have, I would have watched Radhe in the theater. I watch every Salman movie in, on the big screen, so I would have actually spent a lot more. So this is actually perfect. Um, so tell us about no, the I film. Mean, give us, give us your KRK version of this. Tell us. Look, I, all I'm going to say is that you know when the film ended, and today I watched Army of the Dead. I think I can I can join <laughs> one of the zombies. Now. <laughs> all, I mean, I, honestly, there is nothing. I have nothing to say. I have nothing to say. I think it's a it is Salman Khan's uh, Mrityu Data is what is the only way. And Mrityu Data had better music. <laughs> no one need to ask you something. I've heard. I read somewhere. This is a yeah, the Outlaws, Korean which film. is a fantastic film, by the way. So what went wrong uh, here? I don't know. I think Salman rewrote Outlaws because you you can't. It's just you can't have a Korean film in a bhai Eid release. So you think Radhe can have a remake? Hundred percent. Hundred percent. So I saw an interest. I saw an interesting thing. Uh, somebody tweeted the other day where basically they were comparing. So Salman Khan. I think everybody knows this by now. Is is his, his abs are basically VFX, right? And they were basically yeah, comparing funny. like two, make out, yeah. two different, yeah, two different sort of uh, pictures or whatever from two different films, and how his belly buttons actually moved a couple of inches. Uh, so between the two, uh, when they do the 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 abs ka VFX, so uh, I just thought that was hilarious. I don't know if you guys think it's funny, but his belly buttons. I think the memes have been fantastic. I think oh, some I of them have been really memes. funny. I haven't seen any. I haven't seen any. Oh, some of them are savage. Uh, you know, like I got really? one that said that. Oh, have you got? Uh, yeah, for like for people who have watched Radhe and survived it, they don't need a vaccine. You know, lots of stuff like that. I mean, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know what? Uh, like my big problem is that I don't still get the sub. Like, wow, 
why are you like saying it's a bad film and it's a mitra i mean isn't that evident it is of course it is the of course the last few films but when india's biggest movie star said does a eid release you want to like i'm a huge fan by the way i'm a bycard i mean no but i don't get the disappointment yeah, like, what but, are you thinking people are disappointed what are you expecting what are you expecting i mean you're not like, expecting schindler's list but you're not expecting jai ho either no <laughs> it, it's you know what i'm saying boss abhi you're expecting you're expecting jai ho kya aspas only i would not no, expect I mean, jai I, ho I, look i'm a huge fan like, i've been a fan since school but i'm saying people expect crap they like this crap uh-huh. they want to see him without no, a shirt this is but this is another level of crap that, see right. if you not watched it you have to see it to believe it Achha, yeah, yeah. Next this level. i mean i'm i'm very sure this film would have not performed well theatrically also it would have come down i mean it would have crashed on day 3 you know after the eid holidays um it's just i mean you have to watch it i mean he's flash gordon guys i mean what am i to say is they they they've ripped off scenes from flash gordon and right and the funny thing is that for him uh he got paid so i think he's the only one coming out of this with any anything in a sense that he he gets paid he no he's yeah, really the smart man. see see they sold the film the khans are yeah. smart i mean if you see anybody who can survive in this industry not survive try can try yeah, yeah, this yeah, extend yeah. over decades they of are the course, smartest yeah, yeah, people on in this country right so that is i mean of course that's assumed and i think the audience is also i mean i don't get the so i think salman made what he set out to make the audience has got what he was going to give you so i think it's no i don't think the audience has got it huh? except, Said, for, z. except for z except for z except for z i don't think z there's no happy ending for z here i'm pretty sure yeah. they lose money on this but you know it'll be interesting to also do a deep dive in one of the episodes uh, you know uh, in the business episode that we've been discussing to do uh, i just wanted to discuss and pick both your minds it'll be an interesting conversation on a later uh, yeah, but just quickly should, before we, we jump to the other uh, you know on how the ma- the paradigm for the mass dynamic in this country has also changed uh, i think a mass mass ke naam pe we have to stop uh, now Agreed. covering I mean, films like these for, you know for sure that's something we've been discussing on yeah. podcasts across right yeah, how yeah. the you know, taste have changed or expectations are changing in a in a pretty big way right and i yeah. think the market is going to shrink for Absolutely, uh, friends like this, it's 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 gonna take a bit of a beating, I think. Even Salman Khan's gonna have to Absolutely. make an effort, basically. Yeah, but see, uh, these are all twenty uh, nineteen projects, you know. Yeah, so yeah absolutely. You're right. You're yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, said you're right. There's no denying it. It's about two years, two to three years. Things have changed. No denying it. Yeah, but no I've seen that. I've seen I, Jackie I, Shroff I mean. dance in a mini skirt now. I've I've seen Jackie Shroff dance I, in a backless mini skirt. I'm I, I, I've watched my fill for the year. You know. I mean that does not even make any sense on any level to me. But but the क्या चल रहा था? No, it's probably bite ripping on Jackie that day. Yeah, it's just bite ripping yeah, on probably. Jackie that day. Saying मज़ा आया, mood आया, करवा दो, you know. It's it's. Yes, yes. I don't deny. I don't. I don't doubt that. Bhai is an auto. Bhai is an auto, by the way. You know. Bhai is an auto. Talking about Indian films. Uh, have you guys but watched yeah. The Disciple? No, I haven't seen that yet. It's I've heard no it's been on I've heard plenty yeah, but I've yeah, been, I haven't yeah. I haven't seen it yet You have I've I was seen? intending to watch it Yeah I have but we, uh, we can talk about it yeah. later if no, you no, guys No no we check it out let's it. let's let's leave it for next That's the thing with this kind of film right the compelling yeah, is I mean is it is it yeah we leave it for some Yeah we'll time. check it out man let's do that Yeah because I'm curious to uh, hear what you guys think of it So I'm not the the obvious audience for a film like this But I watched it out of curiosity, 
No, no, I'd enjoyed Cod by the same same director, and also it's got Alfonso Cuarón attached. So I'm very curious to see the fusion between Alfonso Cuarón mentoring Chaitanya and doing this. I'm very, I'm just very curious. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, but my only thought in that is that Alfonso Cuarón. Ah, that will be correct. Yeah. That's also yeah. But in this whole script and story and subject yeah, and too, language, he'll just be the guy that you're a good filmmaker. My name will help you. So you're saying it's too hyper local for him, is it? seems like that i mean it's a very it's a very like intimate and micro film uh at the at the story level but obviously i mean it's got a greater disciple thought on it of life and how someone like him would lead but you know let's talk about it in more detail once you guys have watched it nice let's do that let's do that what next without without remorse should we talk about without remorse Yeah, Tom Clancy is without remorse amazon prime yeah. i mean some, is this is this the f- uh, first amazon prime uh, Film which is a very expensive one. I mean, they've got other films. Yeah, I I think yeah. uh, Without Remorse is the uh, uh, most expensive Amazon Prime original. I think so in terms of a movie, original movie. I mean, I mean, it is fucking garbage, dude. I, I, I hated it. I hated it. I hated it. I thought it was g- glorious garbage in in every yes. which way, like from plotting to action to pacing, like nothing worked. Action scenes were like shit. The there was no mystery to anything that was actually happening. Uh, you know, uh, pacing was no, no, and, and the politics were. I thought the politics were really dumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it was just flimsy. Yeah. It was so yeah. flimsy. It's such a nineties approach. Like it's such a nineties video game. You know what? But I'm it saying? is no Gaurav. Like, See this book. So is. I'm a huge. I'm a huge fan of Tom Clancy in terms of the novels, right? And uh, yeah. I think this book is a late eighties. So it it shows that whole Cold War and all is all also very irrelevant today. You know that yeah, whole. Yeah, I completely agree. Yeah. Especially when you've got all these villains like Iran and all these people who can be turned into these villains today. Yeah. Uh, you know, very very safely and all these sort of you know Afghanistan, all those sort of whatever. Al Qaeda or ISIS or whoever you want to pick on, right? There's just plenty of villains available. North Korea, yeah. you don't, they don't need the Russians there. Like that, that whole set, the film made zero sense on any level. You know what I mean? Like Absolutely. none of this was, it wasn't even it wasn't even interesting. I don't understand what Michael B. Jordan was thinking. It's the wrong choice of completely, basically. And I mean, you can adapt it, right? Yeah. You can adapt the book, right? There's no reason why it can't be adapted, but it just made no sense, man. Like it's badly no, made. No. Forget the source material. So you see the same things happening, right? This film is again like salvaged because this of the pandemic. This is basically to me, Michael. This is to me, money. Michael B. Jordan's Radhe. Essentially, yeah. although I haven't seen Radhe, but I'm just saying, like, if you think about it, it 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 doesn't work on any level. The plot is is as a nine, and my thing is that you know even if the plot's as a nine, at least the action would be great, or there'd be some really cool sort of yeah. set pieces. It's got nothing happening. On on any level, it's got nothing happening. Like there is no. Point of interest on this at all, and it's not like Tom Clancy books don't make uh, for great movies. Even now, man, like some of all fears and yeah. what was the one? Even with, Clear uh, and Present Danger, yeah. right? Clear and Present Danger. I mean, those those yeah. are classics, like Clear and Present Danger, Hunt for Red October. Even Jack those Ryan are, is not are, so bad, you know. Which is what I'm saying. Like even Jack Ryan was fine. Even that was like a decent thriller. Do you know what I mean? Like they made an effort with that. Like mm-hmm. this just it's just completely. Uh, Like Michael B. Jordan needs to like read the script and not just go by what they're paying him or something, man. I don't know. Uh, although so I will say uh, that uh, Jodie Turner Smith, I think, is kick ass in the film. I think uh, when she gets angry, it's scary. Uh, you wouldn't want to piss somebody like her off. I think she's great. Uh, I'm hoping she gets to do uh, more films, man. Uh, she's pretty kick ass. 
Yeah, and also, you know, I just felt this one had a very uh, classic individual producer, Bollywoodish approach saying, Are 93 yeah. ki script hai to kya karenge? They put an opening uh, scene in Mosel, you know. It seemed all so yeah. contrived, so set up just to make it more contemporary. Yes. You've got a five minute action scene in Baghdad or whatever, Mosel or yeah. wherever, yep. and, you know. Um, it just, just, I and mean, it didn't work. It didn't yeah, work on any level, even there. And no spoiler alert, but you know, when the main uh, twist is revealed about the villain, you're thinking, uh, wow, I've just yeah. wasted 80 minutes of my life. I'm never getting back, man. Uh, yeah, exactly. It was completely stupid. You know what I mean? And and even like, oh, how did he get in? How did he get out with the body? I mean, what is this? But also what Gaurav said that, you know, chalo, I'm still willing to let go of a flimsy plot. But then at least the action should have been wow. Exactly. Uh, Some the plot pieces, is actually better than the action of this film. Yep. That's yeah, actually terrible true. action. It is I mean, it's just really bad. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's horrible, man. Like this is this was like basically just wasting money. Like it's just unforgivable in yeah. my opinion. You know what I mean? And and I can't believe like Skydance and, and Paramount are involved in this. I mean, I'm just wondering if it's uh, Paramount only because they probably own the book or some shit like that. But I'm, I hope they didn't put up money. But studios make that. Yeah, yeah. uh-huh, no time. doubt, no doubt. It's, it's normal. You know, I mean, that's why they I, exist. Yeah, I yeah. guess I, you're right. But I'm just saying that this film, this film seems like it's. Just two steps behind and ten years ago. Yeah, you know what I yeah. mean. For for today, it just seems like this film was conceived and executed like this was ten years ago. Even ten years ago, this is not. Uh, but I do think wouldn't that, have worked, man. But I think that is the case. I think this is a script classic. A book that has been in development hell I think for so long it's changed so many hands so many actors were supposed to do this so many directors yeah. at some point were attached I think you know sometimes uh, you reach a stage where just because you've spent so much time on a project you want to make it happen yeah. you, know, you, yeah. you don't even see whether it's yeah. relevant or not and because the thing is e- e- even the choices you're making bang on that happens all the time even the choices you're making with like the with like the actors man I think uh, the guy who plays the Russian assassin yeah, right yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I think it's I mean, he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a hilarious sort of comedy actor. Yes. He does like really, really funny comedy bits or like really sort of neurotic sort of characters. It completely does not fit in the, in the scheme of things like the character he's supposed to play. It, it doesn't fit in at all, man. And even those, like the opening of the film with all these sort of, I mean, it's, it's a revenge film at the end of the day. And, Absolutely. you know, uh, it, it doesn't work. It's just, you just don't feel uh, any of those things. It's easily like even 10 years ago, this film wouldn't have worked in, in this way. <laughs> I can guarantee that. Well, if it's so bad, let's not spend yes. more time. Just, we're just trying to warn let's people like, you know, why they, they, if they you know, they don't do it. <laughs> yeah. Basically. I mean, but read yeah. a Tom Clancy novel instead. It's just better. Yeah. I mean, it was probably less painful than this shit, man. You know. Cool. What next on your list? Did you watch it, Sid? Did you watch? Uh, uh, no, good. No, no. I've been busy yeah, watching yeah. serial killers good and documentaries. <laughs> you, man. I mean, seriously. So I actually watched this really cool documentary on Lionsgate play. Which one? It's called Seduced. Seduced. Okay. And it's about this, uh, how this, uh, this woman uh, exposes a sex cult in the US because her daughter was trapped in it. And uh, it's a pretty, pretty cool. I mean, it's kind of what you'd expect from a sex cult, but very smooth. And, uh, you know, it's recent in the last few years. So it's interesting. I quite enjoyed it. And it was kind of, I think they started the cult in the late 90s. And then, late 90s also people uh, are spending time like setting up cults. I mean, it's... Yeah, exactly. I was, yeah. I was shocked. So the, so the shocking bit in this documentary is like people are still <laughs> dumb, man. Like, you know, nothing yeah. changes. Yeah. Ever. And like dumb, like stupid dumb. And so 
Like there's stupid people across. It. Hey, is this the one like, with the be, uh, with, with all those Hollywood right? people in it? Is this the LA one? So there's one Hollywood. Is this uh, the LA one or yeah, yeah, yeah kind okay. of. So it's in uh, you know uh, the lady who uh, who exposed this is you know, Catherine who was an okay. actress okay. and dentist, okay. and her daughter whose name is India oh, wow. actually, perfect, uh, was trapped in the cult and then how she exposed the cult to you know. to wow. get a daughter out so it's a pretty cool it sounds something, something great for a change viewing sort of a thing yeah exactly uh, i mean it's a different kind of scandal a different kind of a crime yeah interesting man i uh, uh, but yeah i mean it's just is this kind of shocking how people how stupid yeah. people can be wow i mean i understand you know people going and killing yeah. you and you know the madman or the prowl you know just you know, bad luck but this is like self inflicted right i mean to an extent right. Yeah, and it's sad because you know they, uh, you know, like predators, yep. they choose their targets, yeah, right? And how they brainwash right. them and then trap them and blackmail them. So actually, it's a good documentary, I think, for people to just watch and just you know just be more aware about you know and just if they see signs you know of people around them behaving oddly, this is a sex cult. It could be something yeah, else. Yeah. But, you know, there are these schemes, right? Yep. Always, let's brainwash a group of people, and it's like a it's like a multi level marketing company wherein yeah. you trap yeah. one person he traps two more and then they they I'm trap two more right so it's like that it's like a whole dynamic i guess right yeah. Yeah. this is kind of yeah. that that's what they should use here yeah they would trap one victim uh get uh, something that's very valuable to them that should not be exposed get a oh, secret wow. out and then use that to blackmail them wow. to get more victims get their secrets use them to blackmail so it's like a sounds chain. like sounds like scientology you know, Yeah, but uh, <laughs> but I mean, is it is it a series or is it a is it a documentary like a single? It's a series. Oh, it's a series. series. Okay. It's a couple of episodes. Man, so I think it's on Lionsgate. I'm going to definitely check oh, this out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this was one thing that I was watching and I quite liked. And then I also watched this uh, uh, this documentary on Netflix. Sons yeah, I've been dying to I've watch it. Actually, it? I've been hearing a lot about it. I saw it on my carousel. Please, please, can't wait to hear. Go on, go on, Tim. Damn cool. I mean, I really uh, that that's again like a cult, but you know, it's about uh, uh, black magic and the devil and how these guys started uh, killing people randomly, and you know, the NYPD was completely lost. It happened, you know, sometime in the seventies. Has this got something to do New with York. the like the David Berkowitz, like the the. Because he was the son of Sam, right? Uh, in the seventies, like the serial killer. Yeah, oh, is there yeah. something to do with that? Yes, yes. It's is, it, is it is it about him yeah. or is it about somebody else? Like, it's about him okay. also, and more about the cult yeah. and how you know this was kind of went. Uh, people thought it was serial killer. It was serial killing. The cops thought it was that. The press was misled, and then how later on, kind of you know, this guy, a uh, bunch of people were. Investigating it, didn't give up, and then ultimately it came out. And it's that, a series. Know, it's a it's series or a single documentary. It's not a serial killer on the prowl. It was just. It's a series. It's a. It's a series. Nobody seems to make documentaries so, anymore. It's all series only. It's now. a terrific uh, documentary. They all make yeah. these documentary series. Yeah, because I think 
you have you know like if you have enough material yeah. because i think it's important yeah, to yeah. have all the material does get repetitive all these yeah. documentary thing at some point whatever they you know kind of but i think it's okay i think in the in the larger so, scheme of no it's better okay, let's I mean, I, get it's, this made and let's make some money so they can watch entertainment now so yeah. i mean that's that's definitely a good it's, it's a yeah. and both of them i think it's insightful because you know a lot of these stories are stuck in books and news reports which the current generation won't bother to yeah. like you know sure. get them out so i think with platforms like these it just it reaches a new audience and it's just And also, it's just very inside. refreshing from the usual fiction, right? To take a break and to just delve into something like this is is great. Is it yeah. just makes for great weekend viewing or something? Yeah, if it's good, definitely. Like if it's immersive. Yeah, and also yeah. I think. Uh, yeah. Oh, amazing man! Those so, are two great. This was one documentaries. Then I also saw this one. Damn interesting one on. Uh, uh, it's an uh, it's a documentary by FX, so it's on Hotstar. Uh, the most dangerous animal of all. This is damn cool, man. This documentary is also. I mean, it's not a great documentary, but it's a superb story. It's about this guy who uh, was adopted, and then he obviously wants to know who are his parents. He goes and uh, chases the mother, and then figures that many years ago there was the Zodiac killer who was never caught and found, and he starts piece putting together evidence that his father was a Zodiac killer. and he traces him he gets people on board does a full investigation gets full proof and then he publishes a book which puts it all out there that he is the son of the zodiac killer and his father was a zodiac killer and finally you know like america has solved the mystery of who was a zodiac killer and then in the documentary as you go further you start thinking about whether the you know his information was correct or not and i'm not going to reveal the end but it's a very very interesting kind of a docu drama about real crime but about this guy who, who believes that his father is the zodiac killer and he has proof wow what what, what platform did you say I sorry said like this this is a oh, hot, hot star so it's produced ah. by fx and it's superb i mean it's like superb and the end is like Epic really man, these are really, really amazing records. In dude. fact, I want to watch all uh, all of these tonight, literally. <laughs> you know? Don't watch all of them tonight because it'll be yeah, it'll be so like I, a bad yeah, night. Like you know? uh, yeah, Especially yeah, after yeah, Army yeah. of Dead earlier today. Yeah, exactly. Like bad dreams and shit, dude. You don't need that. <laughs> Then you know. So in the same kind of genre, there's another documentary on Hotstar. It's called uh, uh, Wilderness of Error. That's again a very, very interesting uh, documentary. it's about this guy uh, you know whose family was murdered oh. and um, uh, the cops uh, you know figure that uh, it's a bunch of hippies and uh, oh i think i've heard of this one this is the one with the guy yeah. who gets arrested so the army yeah. tried him and right. he was said okay you're not right. guilty and then later on uh you know yeah. the family member of is this the, the, is this the died, one they keep investigating this is the one where he goes on on tv and does a game show is that the one oh yeah, 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 yeah. same, same guy right 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 yeah so this was another so interesting yeah, this is uh, uh, this is really really cool you've got to check this out and where is this Crazy. streaming yeah okay this is on star as well this is really cool okay yeah yeah this is pretty cool so this again ah. effects i saw it a little bit so i saw it a little bit cool earlier stuff, i don't have a much of a i remember like bits yeah. and pieces of it but uh, so i saw like it initially and then i you know 
kind of didn't find it I that actually, then I got I, back to it and then I it actually gets went better. and then watched the, this guy's YouTube clip which is actually on YouTube Sid. I don't know if you've seen it uh, you know you can actually watch mm, no. the YouTube clip as well that yeah, I haven't yeah, yeah. so uh, it's, it's it's pretty cool it's pretty cool pretty yeah. cool then there's another documentary that's on Netflix which is also interesting uh, it's called The Night Stalker oh yeah yeah that's also about this you know, serial killer in LA the Richard and, Reed uh, one, right? I think somewhere in the eighties. Richard Ramirez or whatever, I think not Richard Reed. So Richard Ramirez one, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah, a pretty Ramirez, good. Yeah. It's a that's a really yeah. good. So that's also interesting. I mean, if you like crime yeah. documentaries, I mean, these all like fun yeah. stuff to watch. I'm saying fun. It's really sad. Yeah, it's actually it's depressing. Like it's, watching it's all these really documentaries. Depressing. But it's yeah. But you know, it's just like it's you know, world is full of yeah, psychos, man. Like more than you would think, right? And completely crazy people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. It's crazy. Crazy shit. No, but this is a great watch list, huh? Said thanks, man. This yeah, is yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. If you want to blow your mind, yeah. yeah. If you like yeah. like crime yeah, stuff, this is it, man. Some cool stuff happening. And I'll end it, yeah. uh, you know, with one more. Uh, that's on Lionsgate Play. It's Confessions of a Serial Killer. No, sorry. You know, uh, confronting a serial killer. Sorry, confronting a serial killer. So this this woman who's doing research on uh, killings and then you know stumbles upon this guy who's in jail and then as she is doing her research she figures you know what this is the guy who killed all these what women the whose killers oh. were never traced and then she starts confronting him talking to him because she's already in touch with him damn interesting and then he says yes i killed her and i killed her and you know it's superb so these are all very different formats of true crime documentaries which i think are emerging now because there are so many of these so they're all trying to be different in their approach of yeah. telling the story. So I'm really, like, you know, kind of appreciating the effort that people are, you know, making yeah. in the West. And true crime is a great genre that somehow in India has never been explored at all or very little. You know? Yeah, not at all. And there are great yeah. stories out there. Was, yeah. So I'll tell you yeah. why. Because I, do, yeah, because I was actually thinking about it. The, the, the problem in India is that, you know, A, people are very scared to talk yeah. on camera yeah. with their identities. Yeah, because the law is such. B, you know, we haven't documented and archived enough such incidents of the yeah. past. And whereas the and, and also you, there's so much you don't have enough you know archival footage. And there's so much bullshit. So I was actually looking at one. I I mean I can discuss this with you guys offline. And I was looking at one of these stories. Uh, just I just a friend of mine mm. was looking at documentary ideas, and we were kicking this around. Like just something would be really cool to do. And then we delved into it, and it was disturbing as hell, man. Like we had to like walk away from it because it's like shit. I don't need this stuff in my head per se and also the fact that uh like the police and stuff wouldn't cooperate right i mean there's so much of this is so politically motivated at times when it becomes public that uh it becomes yeah, so hard to find the truth that is yeah, the problem exactly. and also we'll always have legal People ramifications saying you can't use names you can't do this you can't do that so i mean you know the, yeah. yeah so we have to find stories taken to fiction and based on real yeah. stuff but then yeah. change names yeah. change things so so i'm actually you know i'm working on you know two such stories and you know i did think of documentaries because i you know like yeah. i love the genre i love the format but there is not enough archival footage there aren't enough people who talk well, fair about you go back and do the story so it's easier to Absolutely. recreate it i completely agree i think that's a really great way around uh, that sort of conundrum but you know another one that now sid i remember since you're talking i don't know if you guys have seen i'll be gone in the dark uh, yeah, I, I think you'd spoken about also, it. Yeah, 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 yes, yeah. I yeah, have. Yeah, which is I also have. on uh, which is also on HBO. Uh, 
and uh, the funny thing is like yes, uh, yes, this yes. was uh, Michelle McNamara is the one who who did this and and she passed away a couple of years ago and she's married to Patton Oswalt who's a really funny guy he's like a comedian he's uh, he's also on I think King of Queens and stuff you know so uh, yeah that's a that's a really good documentary series as well uh, well mm-hmm. worth checking out uh, and how they sort of put it together and again she's not a she's not a journalist per se and stuff she just sort of it's based on a blog. Mm-hmm. And then she sort of gets into like a TV right. film writer. She's not a, you know, uh, a, a journalist or an investigator, but then she sort of gets into it just because she was fascinated with uh, true crime as a space. And then this particular murder, and then she sort of gets into it. The golden state killer. killer. Exactly. So uh, it's really, really, it's yeah, a really yeah. cool, cool, uh, like project as well. Like just the way the whole thing was put together. Uh, it's really, 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 yeah. Uh, yes. Worth checking out. I agree. I saw it a little you know, yeah, while it's, ago. It's about six so or seven episodes, I think. Yeah, and yeah, yeah this, 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 just because this. of what you yeah. said, it kind of triggered that memory. And uh, this was it was out earlier last year, so I think well before the blog. Sorry, well mm-hmm. before the the podcast, I guess. And, uh, no, but on uh, this topic, yeah. uh, since I'll just quickly, uh, you know, I don't know if you guys have seen something called Three Identical Strangers on Netflix. Yes, amazing. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah I've seen. For- oh, it's, yeah, it's bizarre, yeah, yeah. man. It's, yeah, it's a bizarre documentary. Yeah, what a for whoever's listening in and for whoever's not seen it, please do check it out. It's a great one to watch. Yeah, it's amazing. Not yes. even, not even worth sort yeah, of telling you guys. Just watch it. Good watch list, man. For somebody who hasn't yeah, watched yeah. any of these things, yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah, I mean, this is a great. It's like your whole <laughs> six months is sorted with this, man. Well, not six months. I'd say a couple of weeks is sorted. A <laughs> couple of weeks is sorted. Yeah, but then some of it is heavy viewing, man. You know, so can't sort of yeah, uh, yeah, yeah it is. All this episode yeah, man, it's right? a little bit it's heavy. Man. So, uh, but I'm waiting for Monday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I haven't been excited about a show since a very long time. I mean, for me, the last show, sorry, of the same category, genre, and style is Edge Mason. Yeah, Mason. Yes, that's most. the one you yeah. loved. For me, Mayor of yes. East Town is like yes. another show yes, like Perry yes, Mason. Yes. Character driven, the world. But that's much more disturbing. I thought Perry Mason is so much more disturbing. Yeah. But you know, it's just got so much of aesthetic and juicy drama. It has that 50s hard-boiled pulpy era as well, right? That that space, that noir sort of film space as well. In fact, there's another show uh, which is set in LA in the 60s, crime, drama, vampire, is the LA of the 60s. I can't remember the title. I'll, I'll... I'll look it up and we can talk about next. I think that's cool. also terrific. Sounds City very of cool, Angels yeah. or something with angels, something. Yeah. I'll find it and I'll share it with you guys. It's nice. You know, I started that and then I dropped somewhere because of work, but I'm yeah. gonna pick that up now. Yeah. And I'm gonna rewatch Perry Mason. Oh, really? Just because of me. <laughs> so okay. I, I wanna talk about a couple of uh two more two more things. I know we're running really really yeah, yeah. Day, but Fire away. uh Jupiter's Legacy, which is on Netflix. Uh, it's basically like a, a superhero. It's like a bunch of superheroes and they're trying to sort of play by certain rules. And it's like these older first generation of superheroes and their kids who also have these powers who are struggling to sort of uh, live by the rules their father sets. To me, it's 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 essentially, uh, you know, like the, the boys, if you want to call it, you know, because it, it looks at those kind of aspects, but it has none of the wit or the charm or the sense of fun as that show, you know, uh, it's it's just not entertaining. Uh, the stuff that they're dealing with is just it's just very very unentertainingly put together. Uh, the sad thing is it's actually uh, 
I think directed or created by Mark Miller, you know, who's pretty much like a huge comic book name, right? And uh, you know, he did the Spirit and and all of those things. But uh, yeah, it's it's on Netflix. It's a huge budget show. I mean, is this this definitely spend the money? They've got like a decent cast in there as well. You know, uh, George Tumel's in there and uh, a bunch of other people. But it's just uh, supremely unentertaining. Uh, I would I would recommend people not check it out because it's uh, fucking pointless. So you're giving a recommendation. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you are, we have to sort of place yeah, it to save people's time. time. Yeah, save agree, people's time. Yeah, like people thank I, me when I, I, I mention these things. They thank me later. Like thank yeah. you for not for doing it. <laughs> no, like right. you know, we are taking the bullet for people. But what's the next the one? other one that the other so one is next one is what? No, to no, watch or not to watch? Definitely what's the category? to watch is luck. Which we were just briefly okay. discussing before we started the podcast. It's uh, it's basically a TV series which is uh, you know the the pilots directed by Michael Mann. It's uh, um, David Milch is like the writer and the showrunner, and uh, Michael Mann continues to be the EP. This is a terrific HBO show. Uh, it's got Dustin Hoffman, mm-hmm. Dennis Farina, Nick Nolte. Oh yeah, it's on yeah Hotstar, Nick Nolte, Michael Gambon. It's got these huge names. That's like even the smaller cast, parts. Man. Yeah, that's an yeah. Even the cast. smaller parts are played by like a, a good like Ted Levine's got like a small character. I mean, it's played by like like proper heavy hitters. You know, yeah. it's a brilliant cast. And I'm glad project. you said that because I, I just was hoping that nobody confuses this with the Imran Khan starer luck. Please. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, that was out of luck. And sadly, this shows out of luck as well because it's basically set in the world of horse racing. So all these sort of uh, characters is like about a dozen characters whose lives kind of intersect and they're in different places. Somebody's a degenerate gambler, somebody's a horse trainer, somebody's a jockey, somebody's a gangster. And all of their lives are kind of intersecting on this racetrack and, and, and the story kind of goes forward from there. And, and they all sort of play parts in each other's stories. And sadly, the show got cancelled after it was renewed immediately. But then it kind of got cancelled when the first film, first season finished filming because uh, two or three horses died in production. Because like the horse racing is like a big part of it. So they do a lot of filming with horses. And apparently they had like a couple of accidents. And sadly, uh, you know, uh, the show got cancelled. And uh, it only got like about <clears throat> seven or eight episodes in. And I'm re-watching it right now. It's about 10 years old. But like seriously, it's like it's like one of the, one of the sort of... Uh, uh, under sort of known HBO project because it didn't go very far, but it is like just top notch, top to bottom writing production wise. Uh, the only thing I dislike about the show is that I think uh, I'm pretty sure that Michael Mann was filming it digital. So you can see that sort of collateral-esque green tinge lighting to it or whatever, which I fucking hate. Uh, but other than that, I mean, mm-hmm. uh, I would urge people to go check this out right away. But I think it's a great recommendation. I mean, luck is also what yes, we all need yes, right yes, now in this world of yes. COVID, right? So go Indeed. get some luck. Indeed. Go get, so go get vaccinated in, in, as well. You've got a lot. No, I think we've got a lot, man. Uh, I think it's been a great episode. We've yeah, great like a full fun. hour today. Yeah. Yeah, More man. than that, awesome. actually, I think. Yeah. Super, man. Yeah. Wow. So on this note, let's, let's wrap yes. and let's... Remind yes. people to wear, wear your mask, mask get yeah. vaccinated. Get yourself vaccinated. If you can find a vaccine, <laughs> I don't know where you'll find a vaccine. You know, someone uh, sent me this thing that, you know, we should convince people to go and take the vaccine. I'm like, hai. What's the point of this? Yeah. Yeah, where exactly. is the vaccine? Exactly. Anyway. But I'm sure anyway. it'll come, man. It'll happen. It'll happen. Cool, guys. We'll be, we'll be out again. Yeah. Have awesome. fun. Have a good weekend. Let's see you guys. guys. See you guys soon. Yeah. And send us photos <laughs> from Mirat. <Mayra. Thank laughs>
have no idea what to send you pictures of but yes you have to I, hang I out with those gangsters saw, and send us please. i saw an or- i saw an ordinance factory in a gun shop in the market the other day so they they don't fuck around in this place and it's not like a gun shop they do like armor and kevlar and all of that like it has like a proper yeah. storefront no, so i've got a cousin in uh, meerut and he used to carry a gun at yeah, some yeah, point i think my father in law oh, had wow. one as well that's so, dangerous it's, yeah it's pretty cool here yeah, man it's a different world it's a different world and it's hopefully i'll be gone in about so don't mess with yeah, palak yeah, I mean, okay it's too late i've already messed with, with her dude so you know i think see <laughs> i think this is a ripe idea for a series based on this uber urban south bombay kid who lines up in meerut south <laughs> bombay guy in meerut so, Get ah. into this radar over since, streaming. Since we're talking, someone tracks him yeah. down. Yeah, I mean, like a Barry, like a John, Barry, like a Radhe fan, like an obsessed yeah. Radhe fan <laughs> yeah. has to catch. No, Gaurav. but seriously, right? Like a friend of mine, uh, my brother's friend actually, he was like asking me to pitch him an idea for a film, like a remake, right? Like about ten years ago, and I pitched him Knockdown Guys, and you know where I don't know if you guys have seen it, like the Vin Diesel film. where uh, yeah, yeah. basically like uh, you know where those guys get trapped in like a small town because they yeah, airplane yeah. has to refuel and they've got all this money right so i pitched in the same thing except it's like you're flying from bombay to wherever and your plane lands in like bihar or somewhere like that and then you're dealing with like these local sort of gangster dudes and then you know so that was an idea that i pitched to him which he liked but then i don't know what happened uh but yeah it's already been done man you know so the writers of mirzapur yeah. are yeah you mentioned eight, before right right right, right. and uh, yeah and so uh, you know they are from meerut oh. and you know they had gone back home to meerut that's where they got the idea of the show mirzapur and they wrote yeah, it and they came it's back it's fertile ground for this shit here for sure i mean it's uh, it's a scary place theek hai chalo guys on this, on this note, note of yes. fertile ground and luck see you guys yes bye guys bye bye, bye. Take care. so that's the episode for today hope you guys had as much fun as we did Do give us your feedback on Instagram at eplogmedia and subscribe to our shows on your favorite podcast app. If you are on Apple, do rate and review Bingeistan. It will help us. Until next time, keep binging.